Pensacola's Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings 5 to 9. There is no arguing with the horrific nature of lung cancer, but does it translate into a justification for prohibiting them from smoking in an outside public area? The difference between somebody who's smoking multiple packs of cigarettes a day and killing themselves is different from a few times that you breathe the diluted smoke from somebody else in an outdoor space. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Two, three, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Joining me is my friend, uh, retired now, Rear Admiral Kyle Kozad. Formerly, he was the uh, commander at uh, NETC Naval Education Training Command on board NES Pensacola. When he retired from the Navy and left that position, he became the president and CEO of the Foundation for the Naval Aviation Museum. And of course, we've had him on many times since then for various things. Now, because he has a book out, and he's going to be signing it tomorrow at uh, Barnes & Noble on airport from 1 to 3. Uh, Admiral Kozad, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Andrew, good morning. Happy Friday the 13th to you. I know. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong today. Everything is fine. Okay, so I was, <laughs> I was reading... Not, that's why we're not selling books tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, I was reading the notes because, I mean, I know you fairly well, but I certainly don't know all of your history. And the one that caught me the most off guard is that you were the Navy senior leader in the White House Situation Room during the Osama bin Laden raid and the commander of the Joint Task Force at Gitmo. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I the thing I loved uh, about the Navy was the ability to fly, and I, you know, gathered five thousand plus flight hours. Uh, but uh, when I wasn't allowed to fly, uh, I did have an opportunity to do some pretty cool uh, jobs, and you know, meet some great people, and you know, really just be in places that uh, I learned tons about national security in the country. So I've been very fortunate. Oh man, I you know, sometimes you know a person and don't realize the person you know. I'll put it that way. So it's fantastic. Now, uh, for people who might not know you, there was an extremely significant event in your life that took place only about what, 6 or 7 months after you had taken over command at Netsy back in uh was it like it was spring of 2000 19 or 18 i forget which year it was uh but you had a terrible accident that left you in a that left you in a wheelchair right i i did yeah march 16th of uh, 2018 a day that i will never forget um you know just a it was a freak accident at historic quarters a and um you know when i woke up in the hospital the next day uh, my neurosurgeon uh, did a great job on the surgery uh, put in two large titanium rods kind of put me back together uh, but he, you know, delivered some pretty catastrophic news that uh, you know he didn't think I would ever be able to stand uh, or get out of a wheelchair again. So, um, you know, that that kind of instantaneous slap in the face, you know, really forced me to to look at you know the positive side of you know what what is my new purpose. You know, not necessarily a why me or feel sorry for myself, but you know, one door closes and others open. So, you know, I really used my accident, my injury, number one. Uh, to, to start the fight of my life and prove my neurosurgeon wrong, but also, you know, to continue to live a life of purpose. And um, that purpose has been uh, dramatically different after my accident. 
Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, I hadn't known you all that long when this happened. I think we all felt awful about it. But uh, here you you stayed in your command. You stayed in your position. You stayed in the Navy. And I think anybody who knows you would acknowledge not just didn't just stick it out, but, you know, were incredibly effective at it, overcame, as you said, proving your neurosurgeon wrong. And uh, now you've got this book out, the title of the book, uh, Relentless Positivity, A Common Veteran Battling Uncommon Odds. I don't know. It's your book. You tell me what what kinds of things should people look for in that, and how did you know having a positive outlook? How how did you how were you forced to learn that? How did it change who you became after the accident? So so it's it's kind of interesting, and I appreciate your kind words. But uh, you know, when, when I look back, I can attribute you know my positive attitude and kind of the the can do. Nobody's going to tell me what I can't do, but I'm going to show you what I can do. Attitude to. Uh, you know, to my time in the Navy. So I, I had, you know, many motivators, you know, my family, obviously, my faith. Um, but, you know, I, I uh, early in my physical therapy, the very first time, you know, I stood up or somebody stood me up, you know, I, I kind of had this this vision that, you know, I'm going to do a heck of a lot more than the doc said. Uh, and, you know, I couldn't remember being in the hospital uh, after, you know, a full day of physical therapy. And I told my wife, Amy, that, hey, I, I want to go back and I want to serve on active duty. And she you know, kind of rolled her eyes and said, uh, yeah, why don't you get some sleep? But that, that was one of my motivators. And so, you know, I, I attribute, you know, the toughness, the grit, the, you know, the sense of I can do this to, to my time in the Navy. And so, you know, one of the things that this book hopes to accomplish is uh, every penny that we raise from it goes right back to the Naval Aviation Museum here in Pensacola. So we're excited about, uh, you know, what seems to be a pretty good start last month. I think we've sold over you know, 1,500 copies, and hopefully we'll get a few folks to come out and, you know, talk, and I'd love to sign some books for them tomorrow. Well, again, the uh, the book is Relentless Positivity, A Common Veteran Battling Uncommon Odds. It's uh, available anywhere, but you can, again, you can meet Admiral Kozad tomorrow. Admiral, I had one other thing I just wanted to get with you for a second, but let me hold on for just a second uh, because I've got candy here with Traffic on the Fives. And uh, we're just watching that one accident in McDavid, uh, but it doesn't look like a roadblock. It's uh, just off Highway 29, and the rest of 29 is clear all the way down to the split at Pace Palafox. Traffic tips, six four three seven sixteen twenty News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So, again, the signing is tomorrow from 1 to 3 at the airport Barnes & Noble for Relentless Positivity. Um, Admiral, one of the things, uh, you know, I used to, one time I took a job selling books door to door for a company called the Southwestern Company. It's been around for like 150 years. And uh, it was the worst job I ever had. <laughs> it was a horrible, hor- but I stuck it out. Yeah. I did it. And um, not quitting was actually my purpose in taking the job. But one of the things that they kind of taught us before they sent us out to do this horrible, terrible job is uh, they said, anytime something goes wrong, and of course in life, like in door-to-door sales or anywhere else, you're going to have things go wrong. They said, first reaction is say to yourself, you know, this is good, this is great, this is wonderful, whatever the bad, you know, your, your car just is on fire. Uh, this is good, this is great, this is wonderful. And then to come up with three reasons why, like three actual reasons why this might be of use to you. Was there anything like that that you had learned in the Navy or had to learn in, you know, post-accident for uh, what you were doing, that kind of find the gem in the horrible situation? Yeah, you know, we always talk about the, the ability to adapt and overcome. And, you know, I liken my injury to uh, uh, any any flight that you do uh, as a naval aviator. Um, something's going to happen. Something's going to change. And you're, you're um, you know, instinctively taught uh, to, to look at the problem differently and figure out, you know, how you can accomplish the mission. And, you know, th- that kind of happened to me after uh, I participated in the uh, Wounded Warrior Games in Tampa in 2020. 
you know, that gave me the opportunity to connect with a, a bunch of other wounded veterans. And I really didn't have that network here in Pensacola. And, and so, you know, that became a passion for me and kind of, you know, that, that purpose was to, you know, tell as many people my story uh, and as, as a measure of encouragement, not to feel sorry for me, not to say, hey, you did a great job, but, you know, to tell other people that regardless of your circumstance, you know, you can do this. You've got this. You've got everything in your heart and your head to be able to power your way through it. And so hopefully, you know, people can find a sliver of inspiration or something that motivates them to get beyond whatever their circumstance is today. You know, in the uh, the kind of the notes about the book, I'm not at all surprised about this, is uh, says that you draw strength from a combination of self, friends, family, and faith. And the and faith part is, of course, always of interest to me. What role did your faith, your religion have in helping you overcome what happened? So uh, imagine, um, you know, laying in a hospital bed, uh, you, you have you, you realize you, you, you have you know, come to terms with the fact that you can't feel anything below your waist. You can't move your legs. Uh, I, it, you know, at that point, I couldn't even roll over in bed by myself. Uh, and, you know, it, it was, you know, some prayerful time where, you know, I, I knew that I had a decision to make. Uh, and uh, it was a hard decision. And that was, do, do I lay in bed for the next 50 years and just, you know, let this uh, consume me and let this define who I am? Or can I power through this and, you know, try to try to make something out of it? And that, that's where the prayer came in, you know, in, in, you know, my strong faith to be able to say, you know, there is something else out there. Um, you know, work hard in physical therapy, prove the doctor wrong, but also, you know, share that story to be able to help other people. And so hopefully that's what we can do. And, you know, faith uh, continues to play a big part in my life. Outstanding. I mean, look, a healthy body is a gift from God. And sometimes a, uh, um, a different functioning body can also be a, a gift from God. And I'm, I'm glad that you I, I'm glad to know you, obviously. And, you know, given the work that you've done both in and out of the Navy. But I think it looks like a fantastic book. Relentless Positivity is the name of it. Uh, a common veteran battling uncommon odds. You can buy it anywhere again, but it is going to be tomorrow at the Barnes and Noble on Airport one to three. You can meet uh, Kyle Kozad and, uh, you know, get to know him a little bit like I have. Uh, Admiral, as always, uh, thanks for just kind of being who you are. Thanks for all the work you do, and thanks for uh, agreeing to spend a couple of minutes with me today. I appreciate it, sir. It's always my pleasure. You have a great, uh, great weekend, Andrew. Absolutely.